Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800 610 5739. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. This portion of Radio Law Talk is brought to you by Strauss Naturals. That's S-T-R-A-U-S-S, StraussNaturals.com. And now, here are Fred, Todd, and Denise. Hey, Cal. You know what? Uh, You just brought up Strauss Naturals. They sponsor us. And, you know, they're they're well known for their, mainly their heart drops, right? They do all types of drops. Correct, But it's their heart drops. But Mm -hmm. I saw now they have have what's called uh, cold storm drops, which are... And again, I'm not, you know, I can't say one way or the other. I'm not a doctor. I don't, cold but, storm? But cold storm. Well, basically, you know, like you take those, I'm not going to name the other brands that you take, like if you're going on a trip and you don't want to get sick. Oh, the stuff you people. take when you get on the airplane. Yeah, right? airplane, and that's what it's called. But this is, I, I think they're doing the same thing, which is cold, called cold storm drops. Cool. So it's pretty cool looking. Um I don't have any of those, I wonder. Well, Strauss has a good reputation in their particular industry, and, of course, right. we don't, uh, they're not right. tended to diagnose, treat, or well, yeah, any disease. Yeah, we don't, we're not but, doing uh, that. But it's just interesting. They've got Strauss cold storm drops. Hmm. That is an interesting thing because um, you've, you've got to kind of, before you get on planes or out in the public, it's good to have some immunities, you know. And, and uh, Denise and I were talking about, um, immunities and, and it sounds weird, but you you never know. You get sick. Anybody can get sick. But um, we have an uh, an orchard in my home, and I believe each of you've had our mandarin oranges. Oh, they're delicious. And yeah. I don't care what people say, what doctors me and I'm not I'm not espousing this. This is just Fred Penny. Doggone it! I would eat about five mandarins a day when the mandarins were on because they're so sweet, huh? You guys, they're sweet as honey, and I just my health was as strong. Hmm. It was just super strong. I, I believe in citrus fruit. Yes, I so really do. Because I, I, I eat lemons well, all the time. I ate five. I ate five carrots a day, and my skin turned orange. True story. Uh, well, wow, <laughs> I've heard well. of that. <laughs> well, but anyway, I just anyway. There's a Strauss Cold Storm. Great, go for it, man. Anyway, today uh, we're uh, third hour eight five five Law Radio. Remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. We're not giving legal advice. We're going to talk about a lot of interesting things. We're going to get into case or no case in a minute here. But, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we have certain things we want to talk about. We've got an Indian reservation, police powers we want to talk about. 
Uh, that's a, a fascinating story. Yeah, that's story. a very fascinating. There's voice recognition at McDonald's issues about if they're if they're recording your voice when you uh, order something. Uh, yeah, that's a, and then we we got the latest on Epstein guards, latest on Bill Cosby, and but here's the thing that we're going to switch it up, and I think this is right. Denise, who's a family law attorney, we're going to talk about Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's divorce slash child custody. The latest on that, and um, yeah, that's boring, but. Denise, to, to, we've got to be careful what we say live on the air. But Denise was so smart the way she she goes. We're going to talk about ones that want their children, and then we're going to talk about Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell, ones that didn't want their children. <laughs> so now that that, that is story true. is just to yeah. take more bizarre turns than anything you can imagine. It does. Yeah. And so what we're going to talk about after the case or no case, we're going to talk about Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt about child custody issues. And then we're going to talk about this bizarre Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell who believed, who Lori basically believed, thought her kids were zombies and, you know, uh, an apocalypse type craziness. And we're going to tell you the latest that's going on in the courts and, and give our lawyers a uh, spin on it. Uh, but or is she setting herself up for an insanity defense? Uh, we're going to talk mm. about insanity defense. That's very mm. interesting. But before we do all that, we're going to do that after we do third hour case or no case. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! Denise, what's the points? What's the points before Cal gives us that? Um, are we doing pretty good? Am I, oh, you can oh, go ahead, Cal. She can, she can, she'll, she'll add it up later. Getting her calculator. No, she doesn't. She has to get out the abacus, yeah. and you know, we're just trying to figure it all out there. Jerry Walshoff was feeling lucky. So we went into a New York City bodega, a small store, and bought a lottery ticket. He brought it back off to the drying and briefly popped up a winner uh, right there on the store's computer. Then the clerk pulled it back and scanned it again and said, no, no, no. And the want, want, want loser indication came up. Walshoff wrote down the clerk's name, took a picture of him, took his losing, in air quotes, lottery ticket away, which it was still a loser. And he believed that the clerk, Rasha Shabami, had scammed him. The lottery said, without some direct proof, it could be a civil matter if, if, if he wants to pursue it any further. Walshoff was not a wealthy man, but three grand was three grand. So he called his buddy Greg, a lawyer in the city. Why did he call? Because he wanted to know case or no case. Todd. Well, while I think about this again, I'll, I'll use the Denise Dirks method of analysis. Hmm. Lottery hmm. is a situation where you pay money for a ticket for the opportunity to potentially earn more money. Is that correct? Right. Okay, great. And the tickets are printed on some sort of paper product. Pretty so sure. You could see this. Okay, Pretty sure. Okay, yeah. we got that there. Denise is giving me a look like, you know, if you Get go out, to the point. If, if you, if you, <laughs> which is exactly what I've wanted to say for four years. So, so yes, so Denise, I'm going to go out. My tires are going to be slashed. That was a good one. So, uh, so let me get this straight. He thought he had a winner. The clerk took the ticket, and the clerk kept the ticket, right? Yep, that's right. Okay. And so, loser popped up. And loser popped up. That's so, what he's alleging. Well, and here's what I'm going to say. Correct. I'm going to say that he has a case. Maybe not for the full $3,000, but even a minuscule value, once he purchased that ticket, it was his ticket to keep, even if it was a loser. And the fact that the clerk took it, it could be theft just for the value of face value of a ticket that was a loser, you know, half a cent, whatever. Ten bucks. They kept the ticket, and because of that, when he purchased it, it was his property. 
He can do whatever he wants with a losing ticket. There was no justification for the clerk to keep the losing ticket. And so he has a case, and I think that uh, it, this is a case, and he prevails. It might be a minuscule amount, but the clerk should not have kept the ticket. It was his property after he purchased it. Interesting theory. Denise, what say you? So I think the lawsuit is against the um, the store owner and also the lottery machine company because what happened is that the lottery machine first said winner. And it gave him a start. He was excited. And obviously that would cause him some emotional, you know, distress when he then second time comes up as loser. Hmm. So that would be, in my opinion, the lawsuit. Uh, is it a real case or not? No, no case. Fair enough. Mr. Penny, what say you on this matter of case or no Denise, you know what? I was thinking I was going to be super intelligent and bring up all what you said uh, because I think it's a scenario, but it's not a case. No case came about because of this, but I think it might have been a scenario in a newspaper. And I'm going to go with Denise. It's no case. Certainly does remind me of those videos that you see out there where somebody gets a lottery ticket as a Christmas present and they scratch it off oh. and it's 10,000 bucks and, and you get the video of them going nuts. Oh, I'm rich, the I'm rich. The meanest they, videos on the... Look at the back the, of the ticket and it's like, oh, fake. this is fraudulent. And now that person looks like a total heel for acting the way that they did. Or for being, or for giving the poor guy the ticket. Yeah. I just think that is just cruel. You must Person really... calls their boss, quits on the spot. <laughs> I just won 50 bucks. That's, that's hilarious. I can see that one. Go to H-E double toothpicks because you know what? I just won the lottery. Don't look at the back. It says fake. Oh, got my job back. Go I just ahead. won 10 grand. So I, I don't think I want to give you the answer to this one because it's it's a little longer than just a standard no, yes or not. no. So that's if not. you don't mind, I'm going to I'm going to hold off All on right. that. Let's talk about what we're going to discuss then. And while you're doing that really quick, we're going to come up. We're going to talk about again. Uh, the divor- uh, divorce situation, but mainly uh, the child custody of Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt. And you've got to hear the latest on the Lori Vallow, Chad Daybell. And we have a little inside, right, Cal? Yep. Cal has a little inside. He's an Idaho boy and knows some of the main reporters that were reporting and working on this case. Yep. So and, when and we come I, back. I asked the hard questions. That's exactly when we come back. We're going to talk about these interesting things. Stay tuned. As Fred said, there is a lot more fascinating discussion coming up right here on Radio Law Talk, not to mention the answer to case or no case. That's right here. Don't go away. This portion of Radio Law Talk is brought to you by Strauss Naturals. For more information, go to StraussNaturals.com. That's S-T-R-A-U-S-S, StraussNaturals.com. Wayne Elliott here to tell you about my experience with Strauss Naturals Heart Drops over the past 20 years. Strauss Heart Drops saved me back then and changed my life forever. It's hard to describe how invigorating it is when you support your healthy blood flow everywhere. There is scientific evidence that Heart Drops ingredients help maintain healthy lipid concentration. Cholesterol is in the blood lipid group. This supports blood flow, our body's most important function. I was able to maintain a healthy heart and blood flow. Strauss Heart Drops work, I can assure you. No contraindications with pharma drugs. Strauss Heart Drops are safe and Strauss guarantees your satisfaction with a hassle-free guarantee so you can't go wrong and certainly have nothing to lose. I've seen folks taking heart drops that have greatly improved their lives. 
Available online at StraussNaturals.com. Thank you very much. These products may not be right for you. Always read and follow the label. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-7092. 800-918-7092. That's 800-918-7092. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Ever wonder how the credit card companies make their money? Well, think about this. If you owe 25 on five different credit cards and you make your minimum payments every month here's what it's going to cost you are you sitting down you'll shell out over 13 grand in additional interest and it's going to take over 13 years to pay off your original $25,000 balance that's how they make money now it's your turn to fight back by calling the debt solutions network We'll work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. We promise we can and will reduce your debt. Call right now for a free 15-minute debt analysis. 866-451-3328. 866-451-3328. That's 866-451-DEBT. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, 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 quick car, car, car wash. Quick, quick car wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. This is the best show ever. Who told you that? This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. This is the best show, I agree. We love this show. I'm glad we uh, love it. And we want to just uh, do a shout-out and thank uh, thank all our listeners. We have a great uh, listenership, and it's growing, and we really appreciate you. We have people that l- listen to this show. You you know, you, you don't have as many people calling in. You think, oh, you know, how, how well is this doing? We're almost 100 stations. 
and plus we're live on radiolawtalk.com and but Denise and Todd, you know this when people walk up to you just just in where we are, we're all over the United States and say, "Oh, I, I I've had people walk up to me and say, "I never miss your show." I'm like, "Really?" I people I don't even know them and I'll, I'll meet someone who knows someone and they'll go, "You're the Radio Law Talk host." Yeah, I, I never miss that show. Or I or I or I listen to it all the time. I'm like, wow, I really appreciate you. And, and we, the Denise and Todd and I and Cal, work really hard. We do really work really hard to to produce a good show, and we thank you for listening, and we appreciate it. But case or no case, Cal, tell us if Denise and I are going to win or Todd are, is going to win. It is, it is a question, is it not? And I think I have an answer for you here on this that may, <clears throat> that may stun you. And so the the question that I have for you is those of you who said it was a case, that was who? That was Todd. That was me. Okay. And those of you, so let's see. How are we going to do this? All right. Well, so just tell us. a case. uh, Congratulations, Todd. Booyah. So now, case, criminal case. Greg knew a producer of the, uh, uh, over on the 60 Minutes television show on CBS TV. He called him and said, You might have a small story here. So the producer went to the bodega, duplicated the circumstances with another instant winner ticket that briefly popped up as a $100 winner. But the clerk palmed it and again said, no, no, you you did not win. So they got the they had a hidden camera there uh, on hidden on the producer's body. They showed it to the police. They came in and charged the clerk and the owner of the store because it turns out And this particular group of bodegas, this was a cultural thing. The clerk and the owner would split every fraudulent ticket this guy could palm. And he had some magic skills, and he was very good at palming the tickets. So then the clerk got to spend a little time in jail getting booked. They got the surveillance video of the encounter with the clerk and was awarded the prize by the lottery because the clerk got caught and they could establish ownership of the ticket. So that, friends, is case... Or no case, and remember the names have been changed That's to awesome. protect. So I the should incident. get two points. Yeah, two oh, points I agree. Yeah. I agree, Todd. Yeah. That was a great case or no case, Cal. Thank you. Every once I, in a while, I find them. I like that. that they was are getting one. harder to find, though. <laughs> I know because yeah. we're we're been doing this for so long. All right, yeah. let me give you the count. Here we go. Fred is still ahead with thirty. Todd has now taken second place with 29. What? I'm in third place at 27. That's close. And Cal is at 14. Yeah. Woo! Cal's having a good time. (laughs) What a long, strange trip it's been. (laughs) Here's what we want to talk about, Denise. Talk about Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's uh, child custody case that's going on. And this is interesting. And then let's dive into... Uh, the Lori Vallow, Chad Daybell. And Todd, I want you just to give a brief, let's just, I'm, I'm making assignments. Give a very brief history. I can do it of kind of what happened there so we can set it up for those of you who, who really uh, have been living under a rock. The minute you, you said brief assignment, first I was, are there extra credit points for this? Yes, uh, there what, is. What, what's a do by and, and do I have to cite all my sources? Yes, okay. all the above. <laughs> Go ahead, Denise. I thought you were going to say, do I have to show my underwear? Yes, because that is so relevant. <laughs> hey. Okay. So on the radio. On the radio. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, got it. Got it. Got it. All right. I, now. I don't get it. What, I, seriously, I don't get it. Brief. brief. Legal brief. Oh, my gosh. That is so bad I didn't get it. <laughs> the landmark case of Haynes versus Fruit of the Loom. 
Anyway, go on, Denise. This is so getting so bad that people are turning the radio. So initially, what happened? Uh, Actually, the FBI was involved in this case, which is pretty much an interesting thing. They were on a flight, the whole family. There's six kids, and there's Angelina and Brad Pitt. And they were on a flight to France. And in the middle of the air, in the middle of this flight, there is an allegation that Brad Pitt was inappropriate with, at that time, his 15-year-old son. And so that's how the FBI got involved because it's in the air and that's federal. Allegations. That's what I said. I know you you said that. I just want to make sure I repeat it multiple times. So after CPS and the federal uh, investigation into that incident happened, it came back as unsubstantiated. So then what happens? Um, Initially, Angelina Jolie, um, when she filed for divorce, she asked for sole legal, sole physical custody of her children and supervised visits with with Brad, and as a matter of fact, that happened for a period of time. And then as time has been going on, this is like five years in the making, and as time went on, uh, Brad just kept fighting for more time with the children, and he wanted to have joint custody, and there was a lot of things that went on with Angelina Jolie trying to disqualify the judge, and then currently, Brad has won joint legal and joint physical custody of what now would be his five children because the sixth child is now 19 and no longer subject to any orders. He also got more time with his children. So now the two camps are kind of one side. Angelita Jolie's camp is saying the judge got it wrong, wouldn't let my children testify. He should have heard from that. It's important evidence and safety concerns. And Brad Pitt said, hey, this judge got it right. He's been involved for all this time. He knows all the factual background. There's still going to be an appeal, apparently. But it does mean that it looks like Brad Pitt's parenting time is more normalized now than it had been previously. Now, you had you had used the phrase all this time, right? Yes. This incident in the flight from France to Los Angeles, that was 2016. So here we are five years later. And they're still, you know, it led to a divorce filing. They're still litigating everything that allegedly sprung out of this alleged incident. Talk about you know, the person, the people making bank are the lawyers. And five years of legal fees. The private judge, perhaps, yeah, too. Absolutely. What do you mean the private judge? The uh, mediator? The... No, they have, they, they opted for a private judge because they wanted to keep it out of the That's public right. spotlight. That's right. We'll be back. Let's talk about the interesting parents that didn't want their children. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. 
This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. My name is Ian, the Ad Council. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Who told you that? Are Are you serious? Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. So Lori Vallow has been married uh, four times, um, and uh, she is an individual, has two children, and her first husband um, um, uh, passed away. I mean, her latest husband passed away before the husband that she married that was an author of kind of doomsday books. And so that's all I'm going to say. And and we're going to have uh, Todd just give us a background starting with this. And then let's have really quickly, Cal, touch on how you've got a little bit of a insider on that. Because sure, th- these sure. people are from Idaho. And then, uh, then we'll get into what the latest is. And this is very interesting, what a judge just ordered or ruled. So going back to – let's see. She's been married four times. We'll go back to her current husband is Chad Daybell, and we'll talk about the husband that she had just before that. She's living in Arizona, and she is following Chad Daybell, who's an author who lives in Idaho. And at the time that she's living in Arizona, she's married. Her husband dies under what some would deem maybe suspicious circumstances, but shortly after his death – and I mean like shortly, shortly, within a month – she relocates with her two children from Arizona – up to Idaho in the same location where Chad Daybell lives. Shortly after she arrives in Idaho, Chad Daybell's wife dies. Mm-hmm. And under you know, some people would look at that say under suspicious circumstances. There was no autopsy done at the time. She's buried. And then shortly after that, Chad Daybell and Lori Vallow end up getting married. Now, Lori Vallow has two children at this time who are, you know, both minors. And they have two different fathers and they have two different fathers. But shortly after the marriage, family members stop hearing from these two children. Mm. 
And to keep this quick, the two children ultimately end up, they're deceased. Their remains are found on Chad Daybell's property. Daybell and Lori Vallow had taken off to Hawaii. There was this whole issue about them being extradited back to Idaho. And the long and short of it is they're now both facing murder charges and and participation in uh, murder charges for the children. Dad Chad Daybell is facing charges for the death of his spouse. Those That has been brought up. And the reason this is in the news is because Lori Vallow has recently been declared by the judge in the case to be mentally incompetent to stand trial. And and, and really what to look at here is what does that mean? It doesn't mean that she is escaping, facing a trial ultimately or, or seeing if she is guilty of the murder. What it means is. She lacks the mental competence to go through the trial process right now, so she goes to the state mental hospital where they will work with her, and sometimes this can take years, to restore her to competency. Once she's restored to competency, then she'll stand trial for the for the acts that she's accused of. Right, that's now, what people what, don't understand, right? They, they think automatically, oh, they're, they're – they, they, they can't stand trial because they're not competent. They can become more competent now, to do that. Yes, yeah, because and, er, and earlier, earlier Cal had said, you know, this might be – is this a setup to plead insanity? The judge's ruling that she is not competent to stand trial is not a commentary on whether or not she is not culpable because she was legally insane at the time the uh, alleged crime occurred. Right. That's a separate issue. It just means that at this point, because of her mental state – she doesn't understand what's going on. She's incapable of assisting her attorney with her defense. She can't engage in any of that. And until she can, if we did a trial, it would be overturned on appeal because she just is not mentally capable of understanding the process. So we need to get her mentally to where she can understand and participate. Once that happens, then we can do a trial. And, and you know, that may take months. It may take years. We'll have to wait. So a couple of fascinating things about this. One, Chad Daybell decided that he had to move to Rexburg because God told him to. Because there would be a fertile ground for the people who adhered to his particular brand of religion, which is that we're all dying very soon. Christ is coming soon and, and doomsday, the, you know, the time is upon us. Uh, the other interesting thing is that the girl in the case, the, the female child, was never heard from after they went to Yellowstone National Park. And so the speculation is that the homicide of her occurred there. Her remains were hauled back to Rexburg to this to this farm and and were buried there uh, and and all of that, and I told you that uh, I have a relative for whom Lori Daybell used to work, and they gave me some speculation that I really can't share with you because it's very no, wild. Yeah. But it's very wild. But the point is, it fascinates me how good it is they allege that she was at manipulating Chad. What's interesting too, Cal, on that. The if you watch the the show on this, they did uh, I don't know if it was twenty twenty or someone right. did it. Right. You could see them. They had video that they had a uh, storage unit, yes. and they're carrying these big bags out, and you could tell they're struggling to carry them yep. with something in those bags. Yeah, it was just sad, but you know you think about it. It's and fascinating it. to see it unwind, isn't it? It's it's and, it's terrible. And it's like a train wreck. You can't look away. You but know, it, it's it's a horrific story. Yeah. And if in fact it's true, it's hard to get your mind around somebody that could actually do that to their children. But no. don't forget, this is what she thought. She thought her children were what zombies. Uh, zombies. But, but what? What? There's one. Uh, she thought that the. Uh, and the daughter was uh, – I'm going I'm to look up the name. 
the name of the I don't know what do you want to call the like the in- entity or the, the entity dark that took entity. her over. Yeah, and, and just to, had a to, name. To, to clar- oh, Viola. Yeah, to clarify. Mm. So when you look at like a show like The Walking Dead, right? Right, right? And they refer to zombies there as somebody that has raised from the dead, and they're walking around, they got pieces of their parts of their body falling off. That's not what zombie was a term of art as used by Lori Vallow. They were using it akin to saying that their children were possessed with another spirit. Right. So it was somebody else was using their body. They, they weren't the child that they knew. Their allegation, and this is way out there in left field, but their allegation is that the child, that the children that they knew before, their spirits were no longer there and they were inhabited by somebody else. And so right. they weren't really killing their children. They were killing the evil entity. Viola them, was the evil entity. It's, it's way out there, but that's the way that they uh, looked at it. But, you know, you look at all that and you think, yeah, I see why a judge might think they were mentally incompetent to stand trial if that's their belief system. So, you know, oh, just, just, just kind of I think she's crazy. more bizarre than him. I mean, oh, yeah. I, not that he's not bizarre, but what it comes down to, and again, these are, you know, these are, we're talking uh, generalities. And here. you wonder why I don't date. <laughs> and that was the that was the opinion of my relatives as well. That she was the she was the driver of the bus. She was the one that could manipulate. She was the one that could right. wrap people around and convince them of these bizarre stories this bizarre situation well, what's interesting I mean, too cal she's she's very attractive yep i mean i That's mean right. she is an attractive woman well, and she, it's funny you know, well, she was attractive when she had access to makeup and went to court but uh, right. the, the, the yes. ruling the, the way she looked when they had the ruling that she was mentally incompetent was uh eesh. so uh what was that again <laughs> again, and again, Todd wonders why he doesn't date. <laughs> well, that's another story. Yeah, that's, right. that's well, a separate story. Mental incompetence might be helpful in that particular case. Well, I, I honestly wonder if someone who's so good she's at manipulating. Ripping, didn't catch it, Cam. She's ripping on. It's dating Todd, yeah. Yeah, she's I wonder, talking about Todd. I wonder if someone who is so good at manipulating really could be setting herself up for this kind of a thing. Better, better go to a mental institution than it is to go to death row because in Idaho – they have a death row, and sometimes they don't mess around. Well, here's the thing that's interesting, too. And I, I maybe mean, I was listening, but maybe I didn't catch this. They also believed when July 2020 is when basically the apocalypse was going to come and Christ was going to come. Isn't that what they believed? It was July 2020. I think they had a and date it, on and it. it never, yeah. And it never happened. So uh, It's embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I guess you've got to send his book back, Cal, and tell him that, look, I want my money back. <laughs> well, I, well, you can't just see Well, I did the calculations. So let me see those calculations. She pulls it over. Chad, what's 12 times 3? <laughs> I don't know. What did I put? You put 48. It's 36. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> you know? You got the calculations wrong. Well, anyway, we're going to follow this. Go ironically, ahead. my relative was in the pub- publishing business and had had negotiations with Daybell to publish some of his stuff. And he eventually decided to pull back and make his own book publishing uh, label, whatever they call it, so that he, because he could make more profit, you know, doing it uh, himself. But well, that's, that's it's an interesting, interesting story. I wonder, if, his, I wonder if they're on Amazon. You can buy his books on Amazon. I don't know. Well, I think they're still available. We'll All right. Well, that's that's that. that's what's going on. Uh, we we got to talk a little bit about uh, Indian Reservation police power. This is something that's kind of up tops. What people don't realize is um, when you go on an Indian reservation, did you know that they have their own police and they have their own laws, basically? Uh, you know, they're, a lot of them are the same in the United States, but y- you are in – there is a nation within a nation when you show up. Uh, uh, and one thing I didn't realize, Todd, that they ha- they can pull people over, but they, there's certain laws against other Indian people, American Indians. And if it's not American Indian, they have to bring in – don't they have to bring in uh, either a sheriff or something to – 
uh, and that's what I don't get. Maybe do you understand that? You don't know. Yeah, okay, so they I'm actually look have that. to bring in a, yes. one of the local authorities, local authorities. to back that's them up in an arrest. They can pull over. That's my understanding. Yes, and so but, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. But I, I don't under, fully understand it. But the uh, the Supreme Court came down and up, upheld the tribal police's uh, stop and search uh, rules. So we'll be back after this. All right, as Fred said, stay tuned. We'll talk about that, that, and more coming up next here on Radio Law Talk. Don't go away. The show will continue just a little bit. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612-800-220-7612-800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS, and they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800 
Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218-800-711-9218-800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. I think Brad's the best. Tell him not so much. This is no fun. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So the Supreme Court recently uh, ruled on a, a tribal police and their traffic stop rights. Go ahead, Todd. That, what we were getting at is just very briefly tell us uh, uh, what the Supreme Court held and how it applies here. Exactly. So the question is, what does a law enforcement officer, putting aside whether it's tribal or non-tribal, what does a law enforcement officer need in order to make a traffic stop or to detain somebody? And the rule is, under the Fourth Amendment as interpreted, they need reasonable suspicion that a crime has occurred, is in the process of occurring, or is about to occur. It's reasonable suspicion. Now, the Ninth Circuit had issued a ruling in a case where a guy was pulled over by a, an Indian tribal officer, not uh, a non-tribal law enforcement, but an Indian tribal officer. And the Ninth Circuit ruled that, no, 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 if it's a tribal officer pulling over somebody who's not a member of the tribe, not Indian, that officer needs to have, quote, uh, evidence that it, the crime was apparent or obvious, which is a higher standard than reasonable suspicion. To me, it makes absolutely no sense that, that a tribal officer would have a higher uh, standard for pulling somebody over. That case was appealed, and the U.S. Supreme Court weighed in and issued their ruling this last week and said, essentially, no, the tribal officer can pull people over and detain folks based upon reasonable suspicion just like everybody else, just like any other law enforcement officer. They leveled the playing field and made it the same standard for everybody, which, in my opinion, was absolutely the right thing to do. I mean, how is a tribal officer who's following a car that's weaving in the road and they want to pull him over to do a, a DUI investigation? How is that tribal officer supposed to make the determination that the driver of the car is an Indian member of the tribe versus not. You, you can't do it. And under that standard, if the Supreme Court hadn't fixed this law, every single investigation that's, that started would be subject to having all of the evidence suppressed because of the higher standard that was imposed on tribal officers. So it's great that they leveled that playing field. And, and it, this did not change the fact that the tribal police cannot arrest non-members. They don't have jurisdiction. It has to be first on tribal land and second has to be a tribal member to be arrested. But the tribal police can call in the officials after they do the stop and search. Which, which is the same thing. That courts have historically ruled that when non-law enforcement officers are working at the behest of law enforcement, they're subject to the same standard, which is reasonable suspicion. Why the Ninth Circuit made it uh, the higher standard of apparent or obvious, that's beyond me. But the U.S. Supreme Court cleaned it up and 
rightly so. That's going to be great. Hey, Fred, you got some news about McDonald's, right? <sighs> McDonald's is uh, accused of violating an Illinois biometric privacy law. We've gone over that before, that Illinois, Chicago is one of the strictest uh, states. In Chicago, I mean, uh, Illinois is one of the strictest states about being able to uh, use people's voice recognition, face recognition, et cetera, et cetera. And lawsuits been recently in April that is starting to go forward and just removed to federal court in Chicago where uh, there is allegations that McDonald's is actually storing voice prints of people when they pull up to the drive-through and are you know making orders so they can determine mainly, okay, re- somehow – and I don't understand how. Uh, this you know, voice is yeah. From that type of a, they want they, identified they always do. to this person that is our customer, and we'll know more likely what they're going to. Yeah, what they're going to order, you know, order a Big Mac and stuff like that. But I, I don't, you know, I'm wondering if the voice recognition recognizes this. Uh, let's see, uh, let's see. Uh, I'll, mm, let's see. I think uh, Jimmy. What do you want in the back seat? What Jimmy? What what? Um, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Uh, ma'am, ma'am, we have uh, twenty cars behind you. Yeah, hold on. Georgie, did you want the large fry or the small one? Stop fighting back there. <laughs> I, I, I just, I'm telling you, I could, I just, I just know people who work drive-throughs, and I just feel so bad for the. Like, uh, can you pull forward, Mad, please? <laughs> I'm just thinking of this a scenario where a person goes to McDonald's all the time, always orders the same thing for breakfast, you know, the the egg McMuffin meal or whatever it is, and then one day they go in there. I think I'll have an oatmeal with uh, a yogurt parfait, and then the voice comes back and that's not what you usually order, Hal. I can't give you that I'm order, afraid Hal. I can't do that, Hal. I'm afraid I can't do that, Hal. There's not enough calories there. <laughs> that's that's awesome. But anyway, we're gonna we're gonna follow that. But here, let's talk really briefly about Epstein guards. What happened there with the guards, and then um, um, Cosby. I, I, I the Cosby case to me is. Interesting. Here's Cosby. I want to talk about this really quick. Cosby can, you know, he can get out of jail. I forgot. And, you know, we've kind of pounded on this saying that Cosby, his case is up on appeal and we think he's going to win. And and we don't have time to go through uh, on today's show about some possible conflicts with the judges, right? That ruled on his case, but he got three to 10 years in prison and they're saying, don't forget, after three years, he can get out on parole, right? Um, and, and in May, but he can go before the parole board. And they've told him to take this three-year, I guess, class about sexual predators and sexual violent predator issues. And you have to take this class. And he says, and the classes you have to admit that you right. are a sexual predator, right? And he That's says, the premise behind the therapy. And and he says, I'm not, and I'm not going to take those classes. So uh, basically, he is stuck in jail, and they say we're not going to look at him for parole uh, until he goes through those three years worth of classes and admits he's a sexual predator. And, you know, Bill's like, that's not who I am. And, you know, you guys do all you want about this conviction, which I think is going to be overturned, but that's not who I am. And, uh, you know, good for him in sticking up for what he believes uh, that he feels is right. Not saying I agree or disagree with it one way or the other, but good for him because he has that right to do that. But guess what? He's going to be sitting in jail for a while yep. unless this appeal 
I don't. I can't remember. Is it the appellate court or the Supreme Court now? And I can't it's remember. up to the the state Supreme state Court. State Supreme Court. Yeah, and that there was some very interested because he's maintained his innocence from the beginning and to the and he's eighty three, and you know basically saying, look, I'm I, I, I'm there's nothing I am not admitting, and I get it, man. He's he's getting close to the end, and it's um, if you're yeah. gonna, if you're <laughs> if you're going to admit stuff that you don't believe you did, then uh, there you go. So that's what's going on with that. But uh, what's the interesting thing that happened with the Epstein uh, case that we always have a tendency to talk about that was just bizarre? Because we've talked about um, uh, Miss uh, Maxwell, Maxwell. And, and you have an update on that. So why don't you just uh, mention the guards and then the update on the Maxwell? Well, the guards that were protecting um, uh, Epstein from suicide the day that he allegedly committed suicide, um, they have admitted that they were sleeping and that they were surfing the web and they did not go every 30 minutes as they were supposed to to check on Epstein. And Epstein then allegedly committed suicide on their watch. And they falsified their time records and their records, you know, showing when they were walking by uh, checking on Epstein. And they've admitted to that and they both have gotten... Uh, they admitted to falsifying the records, but they will not go to jail. They will uh, do community service, and they have probation for a period of time under a plea deal that was just announced. So well, they're still on payroll? Did they fire them, or are they still on payroll? No. No, they're not fired, to my knowledge. Wow. And, and this is their argument, and their argument was they had worked a double shift. Now, I'm not I'm not stepping on the you know stepping up for them and saying, but they had been work they worked a double shift, and they were both super tired, and they. Fell asleep too. They had, they had fallen asleep. So, um, you know. Um, and then on Maxwell's end, she tried to get the full copy of the one of the victims' diaries that they wrote right around the time of the allegations in the criminal complaint, and the judge denied her that. And I couldn't understand that for a minute. But Todd was really good at explaining why. Todd, do you want to help? No. <laughs> yeah, no. So, yeah, essentially what the what the judge ruled, both parties agreed that in the diary that they were seeking, there was no mention of Maxwell at all. And so the judge ruled, well, there's no mention of Maxwell. Why is this even relevant? And she'd stop writing in the diary. So they don't get it. All right. Quick takes time, right, Cal? Yep. It can is I, time for us. Can now I go to, first? Yeah. Fred, let, what, what is your quick take for the show today? Voice recognition at fast food drive throughs I don't think it's going to happen because there's not enough storage in computers in the world to store the, um, uh, mm, uh, I want, uh, let's see, let's see, burger, no, I'll change my mind. So that's not going to happen. Todd, what say you? The Bill Cosby pickle. If he did go to the sexually violent predator class and admitted that he was, and then won on appeal, he would be toasted a retrial. Absolutely. And Denise, what's yours? There's a New York lawsuit that involves graffiti artists suing the police when they remove their art. And now we know police have to ask first, was this graffiti consensual? We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. You have been listening to Radiolawtalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-882-2093. 800-882-2093. 800-882-2093. That's 800-882-2093.